Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast where we talk about East Asian pop culture, primarily K-pop, but we dabble in uh, other places as well. We talk about, discuss things that are going on world East Asian pop culture, things that interest us, and whatnot. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as of course is my teammate, my tag team partner in this endeavor. We got Brandon Cooper, aka King Cass. How you doing, Cass? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, of course we gather every. Well, we gather as often as we can. It's been a little while. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiatus for a couple of reasons here and there. Uh. Holidays, trips, end of the year, all kind of shit. Yeah. So, um, but we're back. Talk about you saying pop culture, doing our thing, doing the Holly Juku thing. Of course, as always, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last gathered. Uh, you know, things that have uh, have gathered out there, uh, including this. Be why. I'm not even going to address what's in my suggested <laughs> right now I'm on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, Kaz, what, what's, yeah. What, what's caught your attention since we last gathered? Um, so a few things uh, got me. Um, so for, first of all, it's, it's kind of been pretty good hip-hop stuff, pretty good boys group stuff, which I talked about. One of the last times we got together was some of the good boy band stuff that's been coming out. But I wanted to continue talking about hip hop. So we got uh, Woody Gook, Woody Go Child or Woody Go Child um, with his song Let's Get It. It's just your kind of typical like trap beat song. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was it's just like a fun kind of clubby. It's just kind of a fun clubby kind of song. And I just kind of enjoyed it and had fun with it. And I wanted to bring it to other people to enjoy and have fun with as well. <coughs> yeah, it, it is. It is undeniably really fun uh, song to listen to. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily to be taken seriously uh, at all. <laughs> but otherwise, just a really fun either way, uh, which is the whole point. Uh, and it was a good beat. Jay Park, yeah, you know. it's definitely a good beat. Yeah, and Jay Park, you know, that that he, he does all right in the song. You know, don't do too terrible. Uh, you know, for all for all you know, for all he could possibly be do in the middle of a song, he doesn't do too all too bad. And uh, he, Doki Doki doesn't really show up in any meaningful way, which which is a positive for me. Just, yeah, me me being a hater. And all it's that. just a kind of a silly, fun, fun kind of track. But um, all right, so moving on from there. Um, for those of you still kind of paying attention to um, show me the money. Like I will admit, I meant to go back and and pay more attention yeah. to it, but I never got around to it. Um, there were some younger contestants on there this year. Well, one one standout one in particular, um, Jay. Uh, yeah, Jay Wuchan, um, who 
was on on show me the money did relatively well impressed stuff like that so uh he's now on cube if i remember correctly cube i guess Cube Entertainment, and uh, there's a couple of other young trainees uh, who are around the same age as him. um, Was it this is released by Starship? Yeah, so the the other two kids are on Starship, is what is what it is. So it's a collaboration kind of thing. Um, The other two kids are on Starship. Jaywoo is on Cube, and uh, it's just kind of like, hey, you know, there's all these kids, and they're they're kind of good at rap music. So let's put them together. Joe okay. Chan, Akyun <laughs> Jin, and Akilo. I, or yeah, Aichilo. Yeah. Aichilo. Aichilo. Uh, or Aichilo. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to read the Korean. <laughs> and I didn't think you... It, it's fun. It's just a fun yeah. little track. Like, there's nothing too crazy going on. It's just kind of them being relatively good at rap for their age and i i I think um it's described by the production team to kind of just be a young hip track and just to kind of be fun you know like nothing really else and groovy room has been doing tracks for a lot of people right now so yeah and it just kind of fits really well yeah i think uh it it works well i I, it's it's definitely they're definitely not to be taken seriously, uh, <laughs> and, and I definitely don't. But they're just these kids, and they can like rap. They're, they're doing this like trap beat sound, which is like okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, and and it just feels weird, like a little silly on that on that res- in that respect, but. But that you know works. It's the trend. It's the style, uh, and they they are competent, and the song mm-hmm. is fun, and the beat is fun. Uh, you know, you kind of kind of go. It just expect that it's gonna. You're, you you don't don't come in. Don't come in. Uh, being unable to handle toddlers pretending to be trap stars like like you just just get, get i don't i don't know if it's that it's just i, I just think it's like yeah it, kids it, who have an ambition and are kind of going for it and are already yeah. relatively farther than probably what everybody else in their trainee group are yeah um it's one of the things where it's like the, the if, if you can't it, 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 I would say, yeah, just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Just, uh, just come in here, just with an open mind, uh, just enjoying a beat and enjoying some kids uh, doing their thing, uh, wanting to be, you know, wanting to rap and just be, you know, part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, and we know how hard it is when you're at that age in Korean in the entertainment industry, especially being a trainee. So them yeah. getting this far ahead to have a release like at 13 where like th- that's that's tough to do you know that's uh-huh. tough to talk some ceo into letting you do <laughs> yeah also gotta be impressed by these kids uh uh being able to uh, cr- uh crack program and uh mod their own uh super nes uh, games yeah it's, it's mm-hmm. an impressive skill you know yeah and, uh, they, i mean Let's admit they probably just looked it up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? 
that's what that's what the beauty of the internet. <laughs> All the share information, <laughs> you know. You know, we get to be able to find out how to do things and go try it. Try new things all the time. Uh, Siri, how do I mod these things my dad uses? Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Back to Jay Park. Uh, last but not least, yeah, back to my boy Jay Park. So this song I actually really liked. I, I had to look at it a couple times. I was like, I'm sorry, is this who? <laughs> it's Jay Park. I'm sorry, who made this song? Jay Park. Because it's it's swagger but it's not it's not super braggadocious which is what you're used to from jay park it's just kind of a really just well done rap song and it also has jesse on it so that even threw me off yeah i uh, will say uh it, it it should be fairly obvious just by looking at it but but this is a song produced uh, on on behalf of nike <laughs> you yeah, nike which is probably why it's done so well <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah, so it's why it's kind of held a little back. It's like he had, he knew he had to this had to be on television, so it just kind of had to be cool, not Jay Park on a hundred with gold teeth. <laughs> right. And it's like, look, we need you at we need you at like forty five. We need you at <laughs> a, a commercially a viable like. Like, right. Oof. And you know the great thing about that is Jay Park knows where that is. He's like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I could do that. All right, fine, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know. And it works. So produced by Gray, who's fantastic. Yeah. Love Gray. Uh, I, I just I, man, we we end up so much talking about how good everyone at AMG is. Like it's just it's just a good group of motherfuckers. Like, so keep it up, AOMG. Keep it up. The AOMG uh, is also fantastic. the video is amazingly fun. Yeah, um, all the different so athletes. Yeah, yeah, all the different like Especially athletes. Especially get to the D and D part. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, not the, D- With, the the DDR part. DDR, uh, not DD. That w- that would have been extra amazing if like in the middle <laughs> of it, like AOMG play, uh, dudes are all sitting around playing D and D, like. Yo, like, and then like throw a d20 and then act like they were throwing money. Like, like. uh, but aside from that, the DDR part I do want to point out because it's that uh, freaking uh, Jay Black, aka Jay Pink, depending on what, what type of dance he's doing. But Jay Black and Pink, uh, and his wife, uh, doing their thing. And if you've not seen jay black or jay pink whatever you know whatever moods he's in dance go seek him out uh he does and what i'm talking about with the jay black and pink is that uh he's jay black when he's doing intense hard hip-hop sound but he also has a mode where he's jay pink and he's got heels on and he's doing fierce as fuck like uh like fierce as fuck like girlish dancing and it's like he could flip that mode and the, the amazing dancer. Uh, yeah. Jay Park and Jesse. <laughs> singers who killing it. Yeah. Singers who somebody decided to allow rap to rap. And, you know, they did for as much as I, as, as much as I, you know, kind of like scoff at that, them sometimes when they decide to rap. They did a they did a pretty good job here. Oh yeah. Um, 
So much stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah, moving on to my stuff. Uh, speaking of ridiculous people, uh, the uh, so I've been checking. Actually, I've been checking out the unit. I've been catching up. Uh, like I've been like mm-hmm. caught up. Uh, for some reason, I just got into it, and uh, and I think I talked about it before. But I just got started getting uh, uh, getting into it, and I've been kind of enjoying the drama and then like the, like the 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 performances and like. Seeing uh, people like Yuna Kim and uh, Isuji, uh, formerly of the Ark, I think like the emotional arc of seeing those two members of the <laughs> Ark, you know, like d- trying to make it, you know, and try to debut together and their friendship and all that uh, is absolutely adorable. Uh, and then like seeing uh, even like have been joined like the dudes and their their uh, stuff. I think I think overall it's been it's been a fun show uh yeah it's 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 fun it's you know it's it's very much a a a reality show it's very much a korean survival reality reality show and it has all those trappings also it has very much has very obvious uh all the fun obvious uh product placements (laughs) like uh the team on like they're, they're every episode they need to suddenly order something real quick and get it there quickly courtesy of team on (laughs) Uh, like like man i forgot my toothbrushes i ordered them <laughs> like i ordered them today i ordered them this morning and they got here now beep, 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 here they're in the box or they they're you know oh it's time for food here's all the burger king <laughs> like uh but that you know that's how those shows get made so uh yeah yes uh, have you seen any like the performances from the unit? Not yet. No, I have not yet. There's been some. I'll have to check them out at some point. <coughs> like they, a lot of them are on YouTube. You can check them out. Like there, there's some been really been some really nice ones. Like, uh, and you know, I've I've been enjoying the 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 mainly the, you know the girl yeah you know, I'm, I'm the girl group guy, but uh, the dudes have been doing fantastic. Like there's a really great performance of like, um. They did a they did a mission where they had sit vocal battles. They had vocal slash rap, like it was like two like two teams. They had to form teams, and then one of the like battles was the two performance teams, which was just basically the dance teams. So they had to like put like a, a performance, and one of the teams did uh, one of uh, with two. Uh, uh, that's what I like, Ruby Mars, and they kind of. Film, mixed it with like this uh kingsman inspired thing and it was like it was it was well done and it was really fun so it was definitely worth checking out uh okay yeah, go, go check out the unit it, it uh it's on vicky uh you know it's it's not deep <laughs> it's not deep uh philosophical documentary work but it's it's a fun show yeah uh probably keep checking out keep tracking it keeping track of it it's a bummer that the ratings have been tanking, <laughs> from what I can see. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think it could kind of be like we had a really hard spin up of of these kind of shows. Yeah, and people are probably just a little bit worn out because you know, like you're like, oh, this is popular. All right, let's produce a hundred of them. So people yes. are just like, <laughs> okay, all right, calm the fuck down, <laughs> like. 
That means, Wait, uh, yeah, that means. Can, can I a, breathe? Can I fucking breathe? <laughs> can I breathe for a minute? Uh, at least it's not tanky. The ratings aren't as bad as YG show. Mix nine. So those, yeah. those are less than a percent of you. Know, like in the point five percent, I think at some point. Sad. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, speaking of show, speaking of a group that that was formed on a reality show, uh, which you can throw a baseball in Korea and probably uh, hit one, uh, Momoland, who've kind of been finding uh, a bit of like a resurgence and viral success, came out kind of <laughs> like to to strike while iron's hot, decided to uh, come back. Uh, they came back with a song called Boom Boom. Uh, and the, it, it's actually really fun. Like, it is a really fun, uh, catchy song. Uh, it has a, just that right level of kind of quirk and a mimetic nature, uh, uh, that I think works really well in, in their favor. Uh, they are making sure to capitalize on, on, you know, what made them successful. They cried a few moments of having Jewy uh in the center <laughs> you know kind of like yeah hey, here's 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 you know but uh you know but also making sure everybody gets a chance to shine uh and i think it works well i think the song is catchy the song uh, and fun uh the hook is really really cool uh the 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 dances of like catchy and fun like in and, and very copyable <laughs> like and i think okay. uh which i think is a great factor in its favor uh yeah i think it, a lot of it, it works really well uh i also love how they they made sure i can i can only imagine the, the everywhere you see the one the k logo they must normally include that must normally have the channel it's airing on's logo <laughs> it's like there's a lot of like little one the k logos in this video um uh, <laughs> yeah Kaz, what what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't think it was was too K poppy, and yeah, I know that's kind of the thing we always compare a K pop song, and people may not always get that, but it just kind of means overdone. You know that the the thing that we know, the thing that you expect, right? So it has some of that, but it's just done in a really good way, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it works well. It's fun. I think this is gonna be. Uh, part of my regular uh, K-pop rotation because it's just mm-hmm. you, you, you you can't get mad at like the song because it's fun and catchy. Um, but yeah. Uh, moving on to uh an ante- a, a hotly anticipated comeback uh that like just dropped uh Chung Ha. She of course of again speaking of. of those uh reality you know those survival reality shows chung ha she of ioi uh came back with roller coaster and it's good <laughs> um it's a, it's a good song i think she's great she's talented i think as a singer and definitely as a dancer and she's definitely one and she, and she looks great she performs well she has a really nice presence if if I could fault this song for anything, is that it lacks punch. I think. I think okay. I was trying to figure out like what 
because I, I liked it, but I, did, I didn't love it, and I was trying to figure out why. But mm-hmm. it just lacked a bit of punch. Like, it just kind of was there, and it was enjoyable, but, like, it, nothing nothing popped at you. Nothing popped at me. I don't I don't know, but uh, it's, it's not a bad song, per se. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. Uh, well, Kaz, what were what were your thoughts? Did, did, did you feel like that way? I I I get the it didn't impress feeling, but I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it yeah. a fuck ton. Like I I liked a lot of it, and I was just like, oh, this is like a really fun poppy track. I like this. I, yeah. I could jam to this. Um, but I get what you're saying, right? Like it doesn't it doesn't hard impress. Like it doesn't really really hit you in any way. Yeah, I think like. I think maybe was like I, I built up a lot of expectations, and I don't know why, but <laughs> uh, maybe like higher like too much expecting too much probably on my report. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just the fact that it is a really nice, well-made pop song that showcases Chung Ha really well is good enough. So I think I think over time, just like it just, this is the one of the songs that it just came out. So just like yesterday. So I think over time I'll probably find it. You know, I'll listen to it again, and it's like oh, I'll 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 enjoy it even more. But yeah, it, it just those were my like my initial feelings, and I think mostly just due to elevated expectations. But I think yeah, uh, I think people people have been enjoying it, and people will really enjoy it. Uh, and I think for for a good reason, uh, yeah. So I think it's really well. It was really well made. Um, yeah, that's well. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other girl group. This I'm not a reality show girl group. <laughs> Just a very interesting project girl group. Uh, Luna. In the time that we've last gathered, Luna debuted another member. Uh, well, in the, hell, in the last in the time that we last gathered, they debuted another member and are teasing as the, uh, their last one. Uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> they debuted, debuted their uh, pre- most previous member uh, two, uh, and her song "Heart Attack." Uh, and mm-hmm. this is definitely so. The previous one with Eve uh, definitely was a very cool. Almost, ex- I would call it experimental, but it kind of off the beaten path, different sound, and uh, very much had that like '80s feel and and whatnot. And it was very very out of left field. This is very much like right, like center of the K-pop wheelhouse, uh, <laughs> mainstream uh, K-pop song, and you know that that could be for better or for worse, you know. Uh, I I happen to really enjoy it. Uh, I know that some people probably like, uh, you know, might find it a little too mainstream, but Take it or leave it, yeah, yeah. But I think I think it works well. I think it's fun, it's catchy. Uh, it, the video is cute, and uh, it, it, you know, it, it's fun. Uh, like it has really great moments. It has a lot of fun aesthetics to it as well. Uh. And yeah, I, th- I think overall it's, it's just a fun song. Like it's just a fun, catchy song. Uh, what do you think, Kaz? 
I I kind of just agree. Like, I I wasn't like hard impressed by it, but I was just like, all right, you know what? This this group is maybe doing some shit. You know, like there there are some of their other releases that I'm just not impressed with at all. Like some of their other releases, I'm just like, ah, fuck this. Like it 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 just makes me feel like they're terrible. But this one like kind of hits that thing where I'm like, you know what? This has been kind of an interesting experiment. And I I feel like if you've really, really been paying attention to this experiment, you now have girls that you really, really are interested in. And you have ones that you're like, eh, whatever. But you get a lot of good music out of it, right? And there's just a lot of music for them to perform once they're ready to perform. Like, so it's just, it's it's definitely been an interesting ride that I think is going to benefit them. Yeah. I think it's gonna be really cool to when they finally debut. I think later, later, <laughs> later this year. Yeah, just you know, they've been pre-debuting for the past eighteen months. I think at this point, I think it literally is something like that. Uh, so it's like it's crazy, but hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what after everything that they tease and after everything that they've established. Once the group is a, a, a final full group, what that group is, because yeah, that's going to be the, the final shape. question. Yeah. What is the identity of that group? You know, that's going to be the next question to be answered. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, another, yes, another gigantic girl group. Because we, you know, because we need more of those. <laughs> we need more like a hole in the head yes uh but you know what if they can do a good job and they can if, if they can make it work then i i don't fault them for it uh but we'll, we'll just uh, another one of those uh like we uh, like we say oftentimes on the show it's just a wait and see thing uh look forward to it uh but that's it for our what's new segment uh as if for what uh has been uh, catching our attention uh we're going to transition over to our headlines where we talk about some of the things going on in the news in the past month so join us on the flip side mud up Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the headline segment, where we talk about some of the topical topics and things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture since we last, you know, in, in the last span of time since we last did an episode. Uh, quite a few things happened, <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's things to unpack and drama to unfurl. Uh, but first things first. The uh, expected. The expected. This is nothing. Nothing dramatic about this. Uh, Miss A officially disbanded by JYP at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave behind a bunch of hits and what ifs. Uh, the writing was literally put on the wall. Uh, I love it's like literally put on the wall when JYP replaced Miss A's poster with Susie's, and now JYP has officially disbanded the group. Uh, and then kind of just a, a fun kind of go through. Well, not fun, but like a little bit of a run through of of the their history and why. They've haven't had a, they they've only had come, one comeback since 2013, 
and for for as for as iconic well for as iconic like as you almost think like miss i could have been like it's crazy how like indelible their mark was for a group that for all intents and purposes only existed for three years <laughs> like like mm-hmm. there was that one extra comeback that was really and it was a good song but for all intents and purposes they existed for three years and that's what they do that's how they left their mark like and, and yeah and i, I totally argument. like i loved um miss a and miss a like was like a, you know one of my favorite groups so that is definitely like one of those things like it it, it they were they were just good, you know. They were like they were among the like like they said in this article they were among the girl group elite. Uh, mm-hmm. ima- like it's crazy to imagine like if they had just kept going, you know, like what they could have done. Yeah. But, you know. That being said, like you understand, given like how Susie's like trajectory went, like. It just, it was like Susie was up here and suddenly, like, like, soup, like, like, quickly just way up here, superstardom wise. And it's a sad reality where, on some level, the other three girls were on opportunity costs. And, like, it's sad to that that's how you would think of anybody, especially from, uh, a girl group that you that that was you know that talented that iconic especially for one of those members was supposed to be the center of the group to begin with like uh in men like uh it's kind of the variety star uh yeah and and it's it's really interesting right because sometimes when this happens with with other groups right like somebody's super talented among the rest and that stands out but like here they are like yeah Supi, Susie is super talented among the rest but it still just kind of stands out that like everyone was super talented in this group so it's just really hard you know to go yeah but you know the rest of you aren't Susie but it's, you know like it's just hard it's hard to say that but like you know, and you could say that, but you're not Susie. But it, it and it's all entirely on perception because it's not like they were that much less talented, other than they they weren't actors. <laughs> like, you know, Susie, <coughs> Susie's trajectory just kind of was on another level. Yeah, yeah. Like that, and then you know, at some point, it, it was very obvious that. There was a separation. They weren't necessarily, they and weren't necessarily anything more than coworkers. So it's not like it's not like it's not like AOA and Solhyun, where Solhyun kind of very obviously actually kind of <laughs> needs the other members for companionship and friendship. <laughs> like from what mm-hmm. I, I can tell, like she's like whenever she's not working, she's very lonely and she kind of like like demands one of them to be around and she kind of annoys them <laughs> which is kind of adorable but but yeah uh, kind of a different dynamic but it, it's it is interesting to di- uh, the different dynamic like it but yeah who knows what could have been uh but yeah miss a uh not a surprise but still kind of a bummer 
Yeah, about. Like, like I said, it's, it's one of those things we've been talking about it and, and humming and hawing about it and and all this stuff. Like everybody's kind of known, you know, it's just when when are they going to tell us the thing that we know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's always them? what it boils down to. It's like, yeah, we know. When are you going to tell us? Though? <laughs> when are you going to risk? Like, when are you going to finally, finally buy, pull that, that bandaid off and just risk the, the stock drop? Stock drop. This is really, it's mm. like, when it comes down to it, they're just avoiding the headline because that headlines means stock drops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it works. People sell on headlines. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Speaking of disbandment or quote unquote or, you know, transition, uh, human rights letter that reveals Tiara is free. MBK says the group is not disbanded. Uh, there's a, there's a lot. So we're basically talking about the whole, t- cause there's a lot of articles and, and about the different things that are happening. So let's talk about Tiara. Uh, Tiara, it was announced that the remaining members that were still with MBK have left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of being, you know, kind of leaving them free to do their thing. Um, a lot of people kind of like assuming that basically it means that, more less it's actually might be the opposite of disbandment more like a, a rebandment or you know a reunion of of the original six <laughs> uh because there's you know there was a, a real bond there um and similarly they just make way too much money as tiara <laughs> like uh as a group uh and they've been dropping hints here and there uh and yeah. there's been some back and forth uh of course there's like now could, did, you know you were saying if you if you were if you were thinking mbk was gonna let them go without some drama <laughs> you, you, you were you were you were a naive person and i love to live in your world of lollipop and rainbows and sunshine but unfortunately we don't um you know upon those news uh mbk they announced to mbk that uh, they filed a trademark for the tiara brand which I, I don't know why they didn't already have it but you know like whatever uh i don't know why somebody Look, didn't man, already you got a have lot it. of things going on sometimes and then you know you finally get down the paperwork and you're like uh wait you didn't fill this out <laughs> yeah. like no i thought you filled it out no i th- oh, god damn it <sighs> yeah um so it's you know kind of putting in a possible situation similar to beast now known as highlight for that reason mm-hmm. <clears throat> well um, but you know, more on that in a little bit and also uh having to refute uh responding awful quickly to some dating rumors uh involving human who you know the, it's odd that they're responding to dating rumors involving human considering she's not with them <laughs> uh you know peculiar and then so quickly too uh yeah and the rumors coming out and then of course uh them a banana culture having to refute some coincidentally timed reports on like their their head honcho giving atira sports cars and uh, that they may have bought them from, and they're giving them gifts, and like T- TR members themselves had to like 
go out, like get on Weibo and like freaking hit up. They had to at him <laughs> on Weibo to to get in touch with him, which was crazy. But but uh, they had to like refute that. So MB, MBK is on that petty tip, like. <laughs> Like, they're just, like, they're dropping, you know, they're leaking headlines to the fucking, like, news. Like, it, it's just, the pettiness of, of these K-pop companies is just astounding sometimes. Is uh, it? As, as, yeah. as long as we've been doing this podcast, none of this shit is, like... It's not surprising. It's just... Yeah, not anymore. Like there, there was a time where I'd be like, "What?" But ha-, you know, like at this point, I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, that's kind of par for the course." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what they do. It's <laughs> what they yeah. do. Um, it's like, oh, you didn't know? Damn. Yo, that's better. Call Let me somebody. sit down and explain this to you. <laughs> yeah. This, oh, oh, child. This, this is how. This is how the K. This is how the K-pop cookie crumbles. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, well, Ken, what, what were, what are your thoughts? What are your reactions to the whole? I don't thing really here? have any. Like, it's just one of those things that, like, by now, it just, it's so unsurprising and so like, you're just, you're, you're. <sighs> I can't be put off by it anymore. Like it just is like kind of this thing that just exists in in the industry of like like what are they actually doing? Right? Like sometimes I want to know. Sometimes I legitimately want to question what it is the fuck they're actually doing in the K-pop industry and doing with with groups that I care about. And then other times I'm just like I, like I literally just sit here and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to wade through all of this on Twitter. I'm going to look through all this. Okay. That seems vibe. like it, 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 you have to end up doing so much detective work to actually figure out what's going on that sometimes you just end up not caring. And it's just so hard. It's so hard, man. It is. It's just so rough. Cause I want to care and I like these groups and I like these people and, and I care. Like I, I want to continue to see K-pop as an industry grow, but, Fuck, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard hard with some of these people who are unfortunately in charge of this shit. Like it's like that, yeah, that thing where like you 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 first get that that those stages of like being into K-pop where you first get excited about it. You know, you first get excited about it, and you start to get dive deep, and you think, "Oh, this is curious." And then, like, that dude's like, "Oh, this is so much fun. There's so much diverse, like, great stuff, and these guys are all really creative and brilliant." And then you realize, then that, like, that, that, that realization hits over you. It's like this entire industry is run by idiots and charlatans. <laughs> like, like, it's like, and really. That makes it just like uh, you know, just like every other music industry, it's run by mm-hmm. like uh, oppor- you know, opportunists and uh, charlatans and and uh, sometimes just morons, <laughs> like, uh, just like the American music industry, just like others as well. Like, uh, yeah, it's just it's just it is what it is. Uh, you just hate to, that it affects 
uh, these really talented artists. But at the same time, Tiara's laughing on their way all the way to the bank because they're still making that money. They they were always still making that money in China, you know? <laughs> And mm-hmm. they probably, you know, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they do, in fact, get, even after all this, get, like, maybe signed by Banana Culture as an entire group or some other industry agency. I, if I was Banana Culture, I would at least be calling up my, you know, that the, my Korean uh, counterpart, my Korean uh, extension that, they, that I have, <laughs> you know, and, hey... You know, have EXID and Tiara under one under one roof, and then continue to uh, work with them in China. Like have them be part of their be be have your fingers in their Korean cookie jar on top of their Chinese cookie jar. Yeah, <clears throat> that yeah, it's a win win. Like, legitimately, yeah, yeah. It's a win-win. Be the golden goose. Like you, yeah. just—that's what it is. Be the golden goose. Be the thing that comes in there and offers offers a solution and not more problems. Yeah. You know, and you'll be the greatest fucking thing ever. Yeah. So, looking at you guys. Um. Uh, yeah. Moving on <laughs> to more uh, fuckery. Um. Uh, SBS paid a director about $8,500 worth of gift gift certificates for six months of work. Well, they paid him $85,000 like like in gift certificates, not like worth. They gave him gift certificates for the total sum of (laughs) $85,000 for his work, for six months of work. Nine billion, nine million won, $8,500 for six months of work. Like, I, uh, I'm not gonna say I make more. Do I make? I I make at least that or more in six months, at my job, and I get paid in money. So, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he thought he was gonna get paid in money too. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, one would think you go to a job, you clock in. I don't know if you clock in as a director, but you, you go, you show up, you do your job. At the end of it all, well, at the end of two weeks, but even I don't know how you know. There's this gig economy, these kids in the gig economy. I don't know how it works if it's all at the end of the job. At the end of you know a certain amount of time, you expect. I I, I would say not necessarily cold hard cash because we kind of live in a in a in a credit world. I would expect to get that direct deposit drop, you know, or at least that, that, that drop into your bank account where it's, you know, money. Uh, yeah, it's like it was recently reported the director who worked for SBS, same dream, same bad, different dreams, received gift certificates for his six-month payment worth 9 million won. Uh, Quote, no matter why, it is, it is wrong that a part of payment for a dispatch worker was made with gift certificates, end quote, the Post said. Quote, we are investigating if similar cases have happened before. Uh, it added, we apologize for hurting people who worked hard to make SBS shows. We will work to ensure that this will not happen again. Given that this was a director, one can imagine why there's almost always industry concern about the other staff. Uh, absolutely take it seriously, and it's horrible, but honestly, when I read the headline, I had to laugh. 
Like, what the fuck? Dude directs the show with Kim Gura and So Jung Hoon, and previously UJ sucked for six months and he gets paid in Sizzler credit and shit. <laughs> uh, and this kind of pay, plays into uh, another headline on Asian Junkie. Uh, you know, this. This kind of plays into another headline, uh, which was uh, Rain, Ina Young, Gu Yesun, among actors and actresses uh, yet to be compensated by companies for their work. Uh, Kim Woo Bin, uh, Gu uh, Hyesun, Kim Min Jun, Jung uh, Yumi, uh, Gong Sun Yan, uh, Ina Young, Rain, and Lee Jung Jin have all recently reported being sti uh, stiffed out of significant sums of money by companies. Uh, Kim Woo Bin signed a contract with the advertising agency, was a advertising agency in March of 2013, but they have not handed over the money accounting, amounting to 66 million won <laughs> in 2013. Uh, is owed a total of 260 million won, about 240 grand from the uh, production company of a drama she had appeared on in back in 2011. Uh, Kim Min Jung, uh, from 2009 okay, is okay, owed right. like 100 grand. Jung Yu Mi is owed like eight, like seventy-five grand for uh, Master God of Noodles. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, rather than you reading all of this, right? Let, let let's take this speculation into into mind, right? Like you said, this is the gig economy, right? So so somebody somebody sends you a script of a thing to do or whatever um somebody's like hey you know we want you to we want you to work come work on this project for us and like you said it's the gig economy so you take the gigs that come up to you right so you're like all right you know what this will be this will be three or four months worth of work it'll be a good paycheck you know it'll be you, you know let, let's say let's say they come to you with a gig it's it's Four weeks worth of work over over two months, right? And it'll it'll fit right in between two gigs that you you're you're fin one that you're finishing up and one that's a couple of months away, right? So you're like, cool, that's a that's a hot thirty k locked in, right? Um, so you do that, you do the one you finished, right? You do this one, you're on to the next one, you're looking for the next one, right? And it's just like at some point. Because, like you said, there there are some years in here, and people are probably like, "How do you not? How do you not? You know, how do you go that long without knowing you got paid?" You got to remember, like I said, this is the gig economy, ladies and gentlemen. So you're thinking, boom, 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 boom. All right, I got the 30k from here. I got the 120k from that project. Now I'm working on this movie, and then at some point, somebody comes to you and they're like, "SBS never paid us," yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Huh? <laughs> no." <we> <coughs> I, yeah, that was like eight, six months ago. <laughs> like, yeah. like, fuck, where's our money? You know, like, like this shit can easily happen where like they try to just slip by you and be like, All right, we didn't pay that motherfucker. Let's hope they don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then like, and the article points out that uh, Rain and Ina Young missing on a hundred thousand dollars gets the headlines. And most of you, like that, that's infuriating for them. But they could deal with it because they're they're a little bit more well off. Rain, Rain has money. The, right. the real like problem for is somebody like, like Rain, right? He lives that lifestyle where it's gig to gig to gig, and there's almost no stop. And then you and your you and your team sit down, and you're like, someone didn't pay us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, and it's like you know, and and that's important. Where like, 
all, but the real victims are also uh, the bit actors and uh, the bit uh, like the, yeah, the yeah. lesser actors who don't have all those gigs, <laughs> like who can right. you know or aren't the big parts. Live, those are the people who live off of each gig, right? Yeah. They're not they're not gig to gig to gig. They're gig. Okay, cool. I can eat. I can, yeah. I can, you know, keep doing this as a job because I, I just got rent. paid this <laughs> large lump sum, right? Because because those are the people who live on that large lump sum of money until their next job, right? Like, yeah, you you get paid, you know, twenty five thousand dollars for one job, but it took you a couple months to do it, you know. But hey, you got that one large lump sum, and now you're like, cool. This will last until something else comes along. Yeah. It's like when that doesn't come in, it's like, yeah, it, it's it's aggravating uh, when like it, it's aggravating when uh, people who who are out there trying to make a living off of what they love to do can't do it. <laughs> like we, you know, we are in a uh, both of us are. I'm, I'm an observer. You're a little bit more involved with creative fields, you know, uh, and those can be very, you know, very, very aggravating and trying to get paid for like, uh, especially if you work in a creative endeavor and design photography and things like that. M- motherfuckers be acting like exposure pays the bills. Like, <laughs> like no, fuck you, pay me. Like, Especially, and yeah. it's also it's also scarier, I think, for actors in a country that, and and we try not to kind of like uh, dwell too much on speaking on that uh, on the Korean culture because we're not there and we can't we're not experts. But if there's one thing that I we kind of like at least say a little bit on, and other is that Korea doesn't have that "fuck you, pay me." <laughs> Mm-hmm. like mentality not really like not overall it's not a central part like we have that like you know it's like you want me to pay work overtime you gonna pay me overtime like you know like like we expect the overtime pay with the overtime hours we'll work the overtime hours because we need it but you know we expect to be paid uh so you know that, that gets addressed a little bit uh easier but when you're not a big time actor and you're maybe young, <laughs> like it. It could be a little harder to speak up and say, "Hey, I put in this work. I deserve this paycheck. Like I deserve to be paid, and I deserve to be compensated." It could be yeah. a little. So like, you, you like, got to feel for these people. I've I've had an issue like <clears throat> due to some other circumstances where I've worked a job and they couldn't pay me like right away right because it was a a grant-based job so like if they didn't have grants they didn't have money and there was a like a a month in between where they just they had no grant money so i couldn't get paid because that's how i got my paychecks whereas through through the balances that came through grants or whatever and then they ended up having to pay me one large lump sum of money which was just weird you know yeah it just it can be it can be daunting um. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. All. All. Wish. All the best to all. All the people. 
<laughs> getting out there trying to get paid. Yeah, solidarity. <laughs> uh, keep grinding. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of exposure so, and getting paid, this fuck is yeah. kind of and then and then on a good note. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a fun <laughs> note because this is really exciting. This is really fun. Um, as you know, uh, uh, we like to talk about South by Southwest and all the exposure that it also gives to Korean artists and uh, K-pop and Korean music overall. So uh, we have already uh, our lineup for 2018. I know it already feels like we were talking about the lineup for 2017, but uh, here we go. Um, and this is a fucking <laughs> star studded. Star studded. So it's not mega star studded, but it is talent heavy talent rich i think yeah like, it is just, it's pretty lit um so we got uh looking to to, to be attendance at uh this year's uh south by southwest we got card that's just right off the bat who i called I think that's probably the biggest who one. i called yeah you I did called, you did i called it um coming back j park park j bum um Shecko. What is this? Yucko? Yucko. Which is uh, the band. Uh, it's a band that's signed to uh, YG's label. Uh, oh, okay, okay, with, okay. Uh, The bald dude with the nose ring. I think. No, no, the... The piercings. The dude, the pierced bald dude. You know? <laughs> you you know the guy. Yeah, uh, yeah Crush. Your boy. Crush. Lehigh, Lehigh, yeah, Lehigh. Uh, DPR Live, who's been Siki. making headlines, yeah, CK, uh, mm-hmm. Keith Eight, Keith Eight, uh, PH One, uh, Woody Go Child, who we just talked about not too long ago, uh, Victim Mentality, which is uh, which run. is kind of a crazy, it's like, like if you remember the darkness. Mm-hmm. So the, imagine if instead of doing like uh, silly uh, glam rock, they were doing like heavy dude rock from the '80s, and it's Korean guys. Like, like it is just it's crazy. Uh, but they're fun. I, they were at a couple. They were at a South by Southwest a couple of years ago, and they were they were fantastic. Okay, Luna Lee, uh, who I think just does like. Uh, Mixes like uh, like traditional instrumentation and does some really cool stuff, uh, and then we have uh, and yeah, she does kind of cool songs and covers and stuff like that. Then we have Sifika, uh, another uh, uh, talented like electronic artist, I believe, and then Say Sumi, uh, which is I believe a band as well. So it's like a nice yeah. like swath of artists. Uh, um also they've they did a pretty cool job so this year they've uh rebranded it's no longer k-pop night out it's uh what is it korea spotlight i want to say korea spotlight. <laughs> okay i forgot <clears throat> uh let me fuck i forgot uh it was uh uh i'm gonna look it up right now in a moment, gotta find out. It was, I believe, it was uh, rebrand uh, Korea Spotlight, uh, which it makes sense because now it's, it has been more than just K-pop. Uh, it is kind of a nice representation of different types of like Korean popular music, uh, which I think 
I think it's to its benefit. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what what do you think of this lineup? What, what, what do you What do you more? I think it's I think it's fucking hot. Oh, you! I, I fucking wish to hope I could go. Because <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to see Jay Park. Want to see Crush. Uh, uh, I have uh, seen Card would be amazing. Yeah, I have. I, I got a chance to see Card, but I would love to see them again. Um, I'd love to see uh, BM in that you know environment. Uh, Big Matthew. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, yeah, like and the, like Big Ten mentality are fun. Like I'm looking forward to them. Uh, and I called it. I knew Card <laughs> was going to come. I it just I knew that the, the, they were just like they had hit with the right thing, and they, that was that was going to be the thing that they were going to be like. Yo, y- y'all having that show in Texas, right? Yeah, yo, yo, you're gonna call us up, right? Yeah, yeah. We're playing all the international shows. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be a cool show. I, I, if even if you don't get to go, I, I will dutifully report. <laughs> uh, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully, oh. It'd be awesome if we can both uh, attend the show and be able to talk about it, because uh, it's it's it, it's a fun night. Uh, yeah, it's a fun night. It's, it is a is a, a very cool high energy uh, night. Uh, it's it's it, I would say it's well worth the waiting in long line for a really really long time though you have to do. Uh, just because you have to kind of be there ahead of time, you want to be up front. Um, but I think I, I, you know, and I would say the details on attending South by Southwest. I think I'm gonna go ahead and finally do that video (laughs) that I've been wanting to do, uh, kind of detailing, especially for like K-pop fans, how how attending South by Southwest works. Uh, because a lot of people are probably aren't aware. Uh how it works and how the fact that you don't need a badge. Cause I think people are, are intimidated by the thought of having to buy a badge, uh, which don't <laughs> badges are for badges are for being, you know, badges are for industry people. <laughs> yeah. I'm in that industry. No, I'm not, a- no, not, not that deep. <laughs> not, not a thousand dollars for fucking like for a badge deep. Like this shit's expensive. That, I'll put that in details, but th- those badges, you know, if you're looking at how expensive they are, they're expensive because they get expensed and they get written mm-hmm. off and they know people, they can just write a blank check because of that. Like South by knows they can pretty much write a blank check as long as it doesn't cause too bad of a headline, you know, like, because that shit's just, these people that are going, they're just like, all right, fine. Like hand that to my accountant. They'll, they'll file it for the taxes later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, look forward to that. We will have coverage uh, of all that uh, when the time comes around. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the closing of another episode of Halijuku. It's good to be back again. <laughs> uh, Kaz, what do, you, what do you got going on in your world? A lot of nothing right now. A lot of nothing. A lot of a lot of a lot of trying to fix projects and make sure everything gets put out on time. 
Trying to trying to just fucking float right now. Yeah. Uh, trying to keep your head above water. I can definitely understand that. Uh, yeah, he's at King Cavs. We want to keep track of all the things he's done. Uh, I'm at Pity Rave. The show is Holly Juku. It's hollyjuku.com, kpoppodcast.com, rebelli.net for this and other shows, including Record Breakers, which is really cool. Uh, this week, yeah, this week, I'm going to drop it really quick. This week, we had an episode where we talked about uh, Jung Hyun's album. It's kind of like a way to pay tribute to him, uh, you know, and talk about how how great of a singer and how talented he was. So go check out that episode. Um, yeah. It was a nice tribute. Uh, and the guys actually like had a lot of really cool things to say, and it was really cool. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, but yeah. Check out all the things. Like, share, subscribe. We're on Rebelli. We're Rebelli TV everywhere. Uh, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? And you fighting. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>